Happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, and welcome to the Unlock Your Life podcast. We are on code number 16. We've finished 15 of the codes, 15 of them. Uh, That's probably hard to believe, but yes, 15 days have gone by. And we're going to finish up this weekend. We will end on Monday, uh, which is the Memorial Day holiday. And so uh, we will pack four codes in over the next three days. Um, And today's code, I think, uh, for women and for young women in particular is an important one. It's lift other women as you climb, lift other women as you climb. And this code rounds out the professional codes. Uh, We will start the last four codes of the book uh, tomorrow. And uh, that will focus on the relationships that you have and the relationship with yourself. But today we're finishing up the professional codes. Lift other women as you climb. I wish it's a saying I can take credit for. I can't. It was uh, said by Dr. Janetta Besh-Cole when she was president of Spelman many years ago when I was a young lady growing up. And the words stuck with me. I think I read them in Essence magazine. I can't remember. But I remember being struck by that as a, as a teenager and how profound it was to lift other women as we ourselves climb. And I wanted to put this code in as a hat tip to her, certainly. But more importantly... I think that this is the keys to unlock every bit of success you ever want in your life as a woman. Because I've seen as a woman in my early 50s, uh, I remember being a young woman in my 20s. And uh, I remember being afraid of women who were, you know, over 40. I thought they were mean. I thought they were crazy. I thought they were angry. I thought they were scary. And I mean that. And, And there wasn't one that I met who probably didn't fit that bill for me. And it was unfortunate because... I didn't understand then as a young woman that those women, it wasn't that they were mean or cruel or, or, or not helpful. They just came up at a very difficult time and they came up at a time where they were the first, they were not treated well. They were not respected by men. Uh, they had to put up with all kind of nonsense in the workplace, uh, sexual harassment, inappropriate con, uh, comments, conduct, Uh, not getting the promotions they deserve, definitely not getting equal pay, not even close. Uh, You know, Senator Elizabeth Warren talks about getting pregnant and then losing her job. This was legal back then. Uh, Women couldn't even get medical procedures without their husband's permission. And so it was a man's world. It was the old boys network times 10. Ladies, if you think it's tough now, you have no idea. And as a young woman, particularly a young woman of color, I saw very few women. I saw white women. I saw no one almost that looked like me at all. That was rare. And or a Latina or a Pacific Asian Pacific Islander woman or a Native American woman. They just didn't exist. Fast forward to 2021 and we live in a different world. It is a brave new world for women. We have a woman vice president of the United States, a woman who's in my age group. She's only a few years older. Uh, And, you know, I have lived to see a woman be on the Supreme Court. The first one, the second one, the third and the fourth one. I live for the day there's a black woman on the Supreme Court. You know, um, if you go and you look at my Wikipedia and my bio and God knows how people find these things out, but they find out everything. I used to want to be the first black female Supreme Court justice. Um, Of course, Sandra Day O'Connor was appointed in 1981 and I was a, was I a, maybe a, about to be a freshman in high school, I think. 
and uh, eighth grade, something like that. And uh, I remember telling everybody I was going to be the first black female Supreme Court justice. Ironically, I could still be that. But um, that's not likely. I didn't follow that course in my legal career. Uh, I wasn't a prosecutor. I wasn't an appellate attorney. I haven't um, been on the bench. So that's probably not something that would be a fit for me now at this stage of my life. But I am pulling for whoever it is for. And I am trusting that President Biden is a man true to his word as he has been that uh, the first slot he gets will go to a black woman. And we can talk about that another time. But I'm just making the point that if you're a young woman alive today or a woman even at middle age and hat tip, hat tip to Mika Brzezinski, who uh, wrote the foreword for the book. You all know Mika from Morning Joe. And I'm going to get Mika on this uh, podcast, I promise. She's been very busy working on a project I'm going to talk about right now, which is her Forbes 50 over 50. That list releases next week. And really, I think Mika's done something here that's going to last for the ages because she really put a spotlight on women over 50 who are doing amazing things. For so long, women at 50 and older are considered out the pasture. They're old, no longer attractive, no longer doing things, no longer valuable, no longer, uh, you know, making moves. Well, that's utterly preposterous. Our vice president is what, 56, 57? The speaker of the house is 82 and a woman. Um, Various cabinet secretaries, Janet Yellen, secretary of the treasury is in her 70s. Uh, I could go on and on and on with women in industry, whether it's Rosalind Brewer at Walgreens as CEO now at 57 years, 58 years of age, um, and all kind of extraordinary women doing things in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and yes, Nancy Pelosi in their 80s. And I think what's important about this lifting as you climb and building a bench and being a mentor and being a sponsor, ladies, and, and my generation owes that to the younger women, and I do it, I'm very active being a mentor to a number of young women. Um, they come from every walk of life, uh, every culture, every race, every religion. I don't care. I also mentor young men, but I really take a special interest in young ladies uh, because I didn't have that. And it was hard and it was hell. And I caught a lot of hell. I often wonder what I might have been if, you know, I was coming up in this time uh, where you can be yourself, where you can be authentic, where you can speak your mind, where you can use your talents and your gifts uh, and you can shatter ceilings. Um, it was so hard when we all were coming up. That's why when you look at somebody like a Kamala Harris and you look at some of the other extraordinary women, Nancy Pelosi didn't even get into politics until she was in her 40s uh, when she ran for Congress. And so, you know, I just want a hat tip to the amazing women who are not just doing extraordinary things at whatever season in their lives, but they're also building a bench of young women uh, to help them. And if you didn't read my piece on Know Your Value about something I didn't like, which was the situation in the House Republican Conference with uh, Elise Stefanik uh, and Liz Cheney and how, um, you know, Liz being the only woman in the House Republican Conference, whatever your politics are, it doesn't matter. I think we can all agree Liz Cheney has been brave And she has stood up for the Constitution, stood up for democracy, and she stood her ground. And I thought it was foul and sad and tragic that a younger woman was involved with a group of guys that wanted to throw this woman out because she didn't play it their way, do what they wanted her to do. And this younger woman was willing to see the older woman knocked out to to get a spot uh, and to be in that leadership. That's not what we should do, ladies. Competition is fine. Uh, we can run against each other for office. We can we can compete. 
that's good. We can compete, but we need to be sisters and we need to be friends and we need to be respectful and we need to know that each of us has value. I can tell horror stories of women and it's always heartbreaking. You expect the stuff from men because it's what men do. It's what men have been trained to do, particularly men of my generation and older, to not value women, to um, not want to see them elevated, to think that they've only gotten there because of affirmative action or some other means and to be disrespectful and to uh, do all those things. But it hurts when it comes from a woman. And I can think of two women in my career in my 20s that did a lot of damage. And it once you get uh, set back, once you get knocked off course, once you get some vindictive, vicious person on your trail, some jealous chick, whatever it is that you're dealing with, because we've all dealt with it. Let's just put it on the table because we only get better when we talk about stuff and when we tell the truth. And that's how we free ourselves. But when I think back to these two particular women in my 20s and where I probably would be if it hadn't been for me crossing their paths, um, it makes me sad uh, because there were two women I admired. Uh, They were the only other women in the workplace where I was. I was very junior to their senior, um, really looked up to them like big sisters, you know, wanted to be like them. And then they go and they do some pretty messed up stuff. And again, looking at it now through the lens of a 50-year-old woman, I get, I don't like it, but I understand that they felt they had to be one of the guys. They wanted to show they're tough, so they're hard on other women. And instead of lifting as they were climbing, they were pushing other women down and picking winners and losers. And that's sad. Uh, But God is a God of, uh, he's a God of justice. And I've lived to see those women who were not kind to other women, me included, but other women as well that I know, um, sad that their careers were short-circuited. They didn't go to their full potential where they could have gone because your character can only keep you where your character allows you to stay. So the reality is, is that your gifts might take you to amazing places but if your character is bad and if you're not helping other people and if you're a gossip you're a tail tear down you're a ripper you're a shredder that stuff's gonna come full circle so listen to me be a lifter be a builder be a helper be someone that mentors be someone that's a sponsor be a lifter as you climb build a bench because let me tell you what i know for sure as you age you will retire someday or you will get put out of your job someday or you'll you'll have to move out and make another move somewhere else. And if you have created goodwill, if you have built up a, a loyal tribe of women who admire you, who respect you and who know your value and who know your character, they will take care of you. They'll make sure that you get contracts. They'll make sure that you get treated right. They'll stand up for you because you will have built on your way up for when you come back down. And let me tell you something, we all come back down. There's not one of us, not Oprah, not Michelle Obama, not one of us that walks this earth, not Jill Biden, not Mika Brzezinski. None of us stays on top forever. Uh, there's a season and we have a run. And there's a moment when we're in the sunlight and the limelight. And then there's a moment when that sun sets. So be a good person. Be a good woman. Help other women. Lift other women as you climb. Be a friend. Uh, Understand that all women have value, even when you don't like them and even when they don't like you, you can still know that that woman has every bit as much value as you do. And when we can treat each other from that respect and from that standpoint, that's when we win, ladies. And that's when we all win. Thank you for sticking with me. Code number 16.
Lift other women as you climb. We have a few more to go and we're done. Thank you for being with me for 20 days of the woman code. Unlock your life. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye now.